It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we always do with a little bit of worship music. This is In the Light. It is performed by me, by Carla Nivens. Sit back and enjoy. Just get 
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed In the Light that was performed by me. Well, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries as you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbuilds.com. Org. You can also go to my website, CarlaNivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, I am very excited to welcome for the first time, Stefania Roberts. Mrs. Roberts was the first African-American female policewoman for the city of Lubbock, Texas in the late 90s. She also was enlisted in the United States Navy. Stephonia W. Roberts is an award-winning author and poet. She has published eight books, which is completely impressive. But also in 2017, her book stories from Big Mama's Porch, a testimonial memoir, won Reader's Choice Christian Literary Award. Three of her books are poetry books, Drops in Shade, Groceries of Life, and the nature of the garden. Mrs. Roberts is also involved in several community projects around Tarrant County with a passion and a history for volunteering. She is the vendor chair for the Tarrant County Harambe Festival and recently accepted appointment as membership chair on the board of directors for the Tarrant County Black Historical and Genealogical Society. She is passionate about her service with Tarrant County Harambe Festival, Lenora Rolla Heritage Museum, Heritage Art Committee, and a Holiday Taste of Art. She is also a member of Generation Uplift One, Southside Renaissance Committee, U.S. Chambers of Commerce, American Herb Guild Society, Dugan Alumni Committee, Fort Worth Chapter, and Cross Timber Master Naturalist. And you all, if that all of that wasn't enough, now what I'm going to say is really going to impress you. Mrs. Roberts is also a small business owner. With all of that going on, she owns her own business. She is the owner of Mrs. Jack's Natural and Organic Body Foods, LLC. And she also teaches classes on alternative health with vitamin, mineral, and herbal supplements besides having a healthy diet along with exercise. Number one, Stefania, welcome for the first time to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. I am so glad to be here. What an honor. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, there is so much for us to talk to, and I know probably an hour is not going to be enough, but I want to start here because I went and I kind of stalked you out on your website and on your uh, social media accounts, and I... I was truly fascinated by your passion for growing things and your view of nature. So I found this Facebook page on uh, Garden of Eve. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of your social media accounts. And Mm -hmm. I want to ask you about it. It says, I feel nature is what I'm naturally drawn to and gardening is my domestication. I love both and therefore passionate about both. I occasionally hike when the opportunity arises, but it's 24 seven for me when it comes to gardening. My experiences as a master naturalist 
organic gardener and herbalist complements each aspect of my connection with outdoors. I am a garden coach in these experiences. I know who I am. I'm happy to be in this space in time of awakening. I am Stephonia and I own MJ Garden of Eve. So give us just some background and insight in that. What are you feeling as you are out in nature, growing things in the ground? Because you start with seeds and you're growing things and um, you're also kind of observing nature. Some of your posts were like, you know, I see this um, insect in nature. And then you share all of these amazing thoughts about it. So what, what are you feeling when you're out in nature? I feel I'm feeling connection to God to tell you the truth and uh and also my grandmother who taught me God and mm-hmm. she taught me nature. And so I have this uh basic philosophy. Uh you were born into the garden, into the garden you shall return. And mm-hmm. so you're you're a part of the garden. So why would I not want to be enchanted, you you know, uh by the garden? That's my home, that's my birthright, that's you know, that's where I'm going. So that's that's and of course we live on planet Earth and that's really going to be the only garden that you ever will know. So that's my whole philosophy about it. Yeah, I like that. So what right now? What are you growing outside? If we were outside in your place right now, what, what could we find? Right now, you could you will find uh, that parsley is still growing, lavender, Mexican tarragon. Of course, you know uh, uh, the necessary uh, collard greens. And uh, I have kale. Um, garlic is springing up right now because it, it, this is a time of the year that it'll come up so that it'd be ready by uh, uh, late uh, spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you will find, uh, for me, like I said, it's 24-7 because people think that once the garden, everything stops blooming, that that's it. But I still have wildlife. I have birds out there that need to eat. So I don't deadhead a lot of uh, plants because of they eat the seeds uh, and what they don't eat. I harvest the seeds and also sell them uh, or save them for next year. So you will see quite a few things going on. It's, you know, and for most people, uh, when the garden was open, it was all about uh, scent and taste. So I'm one of those people, here, pull this here, taste this baby here, eat this, taste it. So that you can you can get that uh, that feeling. Also, uh, uh, one of the things that I used to do would do uh, I guess like a a sensory uh, Bible tour where uh, there were certain herbs that I had that had uh, biblical connotations to it. And one I always would get the adults because we get away from that magic of childhood experience when we get so distracted with the concrete jungle that we, I like to see that, that come back to the dust. So one of the things that I would ask, you want to taste what Jesus tasted before he died on the cross. So I was growing hyssop. And so I would let them taste that. And just to see that transformation that they, you know, feel that, that connection. So that's what I try to provide. Mm, that is so interesting. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how it would feel to be, in your garden and and taste hyssop and know that this is one of the, you know, the very last taste that uh, Jesus had, you know. It, I, I'm, I'm having chills just thinking about it. It's always, yeah. uh, uh, I, could, I could still cry about it because it's mm. always a, 
euphoric feeling to 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 uh, to have that thought in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I really think it's isn't this a great experience. And also, I have the three proverbial uh, trees. You know, I have a pomegranate, and I had uh, well, my apple tree, I, uh, it died, but. Uh, I also have uh, a fig tree, which is the main focal point of the whole entire garden, because that's where my relationship began. My spiritual relationship began, began actually behind a fig tree at my grandmother's uh, uh, home. And that's the well, my first encounter with God. So uh, and I'm Eve. So that's why we just came up with the Garden of Eve. And there it is. Hmm. And, you know, I, I remember my grandmother had a garden, but, and um, she showed us a couple of things about the garden, but I can say that we really haven't passed that on in our family. And that's one of the things that it's kind of important to pick up because if you think about it, if something happens and you don't grow anything in your backyard, where will you be if you know, we, we really get in trouble. Um, mm. So it's kind of important to have, you know, to, to have a garden. And I'm saying that because I'm saying that to myself. I give up on growing things. I, it doesn't come natural to me. And so I kind of give up too soon on growing things instead of um, sticking it out and, and persevering with mm. it. Mm-hmm. But um, tell us more about your grandmother and kind of that experience that you had in the garden with her and the things that she passed on to you? Okay. Well, my book, Short Stories from Big Mama's Porch, is written about her, my life in my hometown, and the people that helped shape me. Uh, So my grandmother was my uh, uh, first point of contact, you know, uh, with nature and with uh, uh, my spirituality and with God. So uh, she would just go out in fields and and grab stuff and say, this is sourdough, you know, this is sumac, you know, this is that. And for years, uh, she was my first introductory to uh, to herbs. You know, I didn't know what really what herbs were. But as a child, I was told that I was going to be an evangelist or a botanist. And I couldn't even spell the words. I was like eight years old trying to figure out what they're talking about. <laughs> So that wasn't my goal. That was the goal of people that around me. But people saw things about me. I was always that nature child. I was always running around, uh, bringing weird gifts to people. You know, uh, I brought a mm-hmm. moccasin snake to a fam- uh, to some people's uh, family reunion. I cleared out the whole family reunion. <laughs> uh, but I love the woman that I was giving the snake to, <laughs> not knowing that that it was a venomous snake. So I know God mm-hmm. was with me then because it was weird how I caught the snake. And uh, and there's things that I, you know, with my grandma, I uh, end up missing for a couple of days because I found a badger hole and found that my dog, I went looking for my dog and found out that she was in the hole having babies. So I crawled in there with her and it took oh. them and it took them a while for them to find me. So I gave my grandmother the blues, you know, and uh, Lord, you know, persevered and saved her from me too. Uh, So, uh, but she was the precipice of everything that I understood in nature where it it relates to whether it was religious, spiritual, or or magical. She brought all of that to me. 
And then she brought the medicinal aspect of it. And I was nowhere near thinking that's what I wanted. I kind of wanted to be in corporate America and maybe a business lawyer. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I just kind of thought that she was, you know, how did, you know, uh, what is it? A uh, backwood, you know, backwards mm -hmm. and stuff. And that woman turned out to be the smartest, wonderfulest one, knew everything. People that grew up on farms or, Back then, they knew they knew the land. They knew the spirit of the land. Information that they gathered, how they how they came about it, is completely different. How we gather information and and their way of doing it worked. I mean, I grew up eating uh, red clay dirt, and uh, come to find out years later, the reason why we were eating red clay dirt, we were deficient in iron, and iron is uh, 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 what makes the pigmentation of the dirt red. Well, how do they know to eat dirt? Right, right. But that's just the way of the body knowing exactly what is needed and how mm -hmm. to obtain it. And that's magical in itself and mm -hmm. spiritual. So I, I, my uh, thing with my grandmother kind of set the narrative and the tone of my curiosity. So I had a lot of curiosity when it was in relationship to nature and asking my grandmother why and, you know, why. And, she, you know, she would say sometimes, child, be seen and not heard. Because mm -hmm. when I look back, I was asking some real tough questions at a very early age. Mm -hmm. And so that's uh, caused me to seek out on my own to find out things. And now I see where people were saying, oh, you're going to be evangelist. Oh, you're going to be uh, a botanist. Well, I'm not neither one of those things, but I incorporated the spirit of each of them into, uh, into what I do. So uh, it's not always about the title that you get, but the road that you take and how, how you do it. And so it's that, you know, the perception of nature of logic that people give you and you can accept it or you don't, you know. So my grandmother was never looking at me like I was going to be a doctor, but she knew that there was something about me that was connected to nature. And she helped me with that. And mm -hmm. I, oh, and I, I'm more richer for it. Right, right. No, I, I remember, I mean, my, my grandmother had her own farm and there were so many things that she taught us. We didn't quite get lost for a couple of days, but yeah. We, we would go out and find animals and, you know, take care of them for, for a little bit. And you're right. There's so much curiosity to be found um, for children out, out in nature. So I like that about your story. What, how did you come to creating your own line of natural and organic skin, body and hair care products? Um, it was a very uh, slow process. I'm very stubborn. Uh, I don't take hints very well from God. <laughs> so uh, I had, so I was diagnosed with a rare disease called interstitial cystitis, and basically, I'm allergic to all my food. Mm. And uh, never heard of it, and found out that there was eighty thousand. Uh, Americans, men, women, and children that suffered from it. It took a almost 20 years to have it diagnosed. And uh, one morning I uh, had uh, two bananas for breakfast 
And after I had that, I was rushed to the emergency room because the potassium in the bananas uh, reacted to uh, the fissures that had accumulated over time in my bladder. So literally, I was just burning from the acid from the bananas. And uh, I, I was completely just thrown off and you know, I didn't take what they said seriously because I was like, why are you going to be allergic to food? Right. <laughs> I got to eat. So y'all tripping. And uh, over a period of time, hey, it was saying, well, no, we fit to show you. And before I knew it, I was having bladder spasms, uh, back spasms. Mm-hmm. Um, it was horrible. Uh, I ended up on 16 medications. Uh, I was, uh, I had moments, you know, uh, bouts of suicide. The pain was just so severe. Um, I had to have a special made desk at my job because I couldn't sit down for uh, long periods of time. Probably about the max was 30 minutes. And the irony of all of that, my commute to work was 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I I would already be on overload in pain. And um, one of the pain uh, pills that they had was called uh, was hydrocodone. Mm-hmm. I was taking probably about fifteen of those a day, and I was like, "Lord, this is this this not this ain't it. This not my life." And uh, just had uh, a come to Jesus moment and heard a scripture in my ear as I was contemplating, you know, the pain, and uh, woke up hmm. and every look here. You, you know, y'all like saying these scriptures. Mm-hmm. Y'all can say them in y'all sleep. You like telling people, showing out. But let me see if you're going to uh, 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 walk this talk. Follow it. And, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. So once that pain hit and I was like, wait a minute, I grew up this way. Found out that the uh, cure for uh, the disease was a grass that grows in everybody's yard. Oh. I was like, what? Okay. And it just went on from there. Things that the doctor told me I couldn't have. Uh, I was like, well, you're going to believe in in what they say or you're going to hear what I say because you know what happened to King Asa. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. things, uh, certain foods that they told me that uh, – wouldn't help, especially they told me herbs were full of um, minerals and vitamins, and I was allergic to those. Mm-hmm. And they would do more harm than they would do good. And then one day I was like, no, this, no, no. How can you be allergic to something that God created? Mm-hmm. And so that means that man did something to it. Mm-hmm. And so once I started doing things and looking at certain stuff, I was like, okay, this is it. And I was like, okay, I had to be set down to go to the way my steps were already ordered because I had gotten away from the teachings that my grandmother had showed me when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so that was, began the process. And so they told me I was allergic to uh, hair care products, uh, skin care products, uh, uh, stay away from Windex. I moved all all the household cleaners out in the uh, shed. Uh, the one that really got me was about tap water. They say stay away from tap water. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
And so it was a slow progression of because, you know, trying to weed out what I was affected with. And, and like I say, I went through a serious stage of denial. My uh, mom, bless, oh, she was wonderful in trying because she was already a, a vegan, a vegetarian. And, and so all the foods that she was trying to come up with me for, for me to eat, it wasn't any, it couldn't, it didn't help. Hmm. That, you know what, there's so many people who have that story. Yours is, you know, to a, a very, very, very extreme degree, but that the Lord kind of uh, helped them see that, okay, what you're doing doesn't match how, you know, how, how you grew up, what you know to do. And then mm -hmm. it's just amazing that you created this line um, from that. So it's time for us to take a break. Let's take a break and then we'll get back to our discussion with Mrs. Stefania Roberts. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the information about Love Ministries as you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. Also, go and check out my website, CarlaNivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. We are having a great conversation with Stephonia Roberts. Stephonia has done so much, but one of the things that we're focusing on right now is the fact that she is a small business owner. She's the owner of Mrs. Jack's Natural and Organic Body Foods, LLC. So, Stephania, first of all, again, thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate your time. And even over the break, you gave us so much information. So I want to see if I can kind of work some of that in into uh, the radio show in the second half. One of the things that we were talking about is that we really need to pay attention to the things that we eat, the things that we rub into our skin, um, even what we buy for our pets as well. Um, we have to read the ingredients and we really need to know what is in all of our products. What is your message that you give to your growing customer base about using fresh herbs and organic products? Um, understanding what, what they come from. And it's back to the philosophy that I mentioned earlier. If you believe that, that, that man was created from the earth and we know for a fact that when we die, whether, whether we are cremated, your ashes get spread over into the wind or to wherever you still go back into the earth. Uh, and when you die and you get buried, you still go back into the earth. 
So where do minerals come from? Minerals come from the earth. Mm -hmm. So to me, there's a connection. So the same thing that is in the earth is also in you. And so when you become deficient of a mineral, that usually will start other issues of different types of disease. So one of the things I say is learn about these herbs because herbs are, are just as, uh, as far as the plant kingdom is concerned, herbs are very smart, very intelligent. They have what they call phytochemicals. So I tell my customers, learn what phytochemicals are because one of the main ones that people know, people hear all the time, there's two of them that I could say and people know exactly what that is. One is antioxidants. People hear that word all the time. Oh, mm -hmm. this has antioxidants. So they already know that it's good. But what does antioxidant really mean? Most mm -hmm. people don't know what that means. They just know, oh, it's got antioxidants. But antioxidant means it's against the oxidative stress that food puts on in your body. So it helps to remove those toxins out of your body. The other word that people are familiar with is alkaline. So that's another phytochemical process that plants include, and we, we're familiar with it within uh, with water, but plants have, some plants have alkalines as well. So when we learn about the phytochemical process, we learn about how plants give us certain nutrients. And the other thing that I tell people, if, if you wasn't made to eat herbs, then why are you cooking with black pepper? Why are you cooking with cayenne? Why are you using sage? Those are herbs. Mm -hmm. They're just used as aromatics to season your food, but they also a medicine as well. If you wasn't supposed to eat herbs and you have no business eating grapes, cranberry, uh, 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 apples, oranges, they're all in the same kingdom. They're plants. And so, therefore, we thrive and we need plants because we're plants ourselves. Plants need sun. We need sun. Plants need water. We need water. Plants need air. They, we need air. And plants need minerals. And we do, too. So God made us so, so intricate that we kind of get ourselves away from that because we're so, I don't, we so steeped in the allopathic medicine that we get away from naturopathic medicine. And so it's hard to, to uh, understand the marketing aspect that's been put, that was put in place way before we were born to say, let's get away from uh, God's way of doing things with herbs. Let's do it the man way. So now when we come up with all the diseases, people believe that, that well, my mom had uh, cancer. My dad had cancer. That runs in my family. And you put that up in the atmosphere. And I don't see how you can believe in a God and say this over here and then completely ignore this over here because you're putting that in the atmosphere. And that doesn't mean that your mom uh, had cancer. God does not bring you into the world to curse you already and for you to be angry at your parents because they have this disease. It's acquired through your taste buds. Hmm. That's just my stance on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's it's acquired. Uh, if 
if my great grandmother had me eating chitlins and her 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 daughter and we passed the chitlins down and chitlins wasn't good for us and caused a high blood pressure, then yeah, it becomes a part of your uh, uh, family's chemistry makeup. But you wasn't supposed to be eating chitlins. But you don't think that is the chitlins. You think that it runs high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Runs in your family, yeah, because the chitlins is causing the high blood pressure, mm-hmm. and so it and, and to me that's how it, it it goes. And learning the main thing is, like I say, it is about all your food, and so that for me that would be my main uh, concentration for herbs. Learn about herbs and how powerful they could be, and change your mindset because. We take out sage during the holidays for that dressing. You take it out for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But mm-hmm. sage is so powerful as a, a tea for colds and flu. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's that, that's what I'm saying. You get mm-hmm. bay leaves. We take bay leaves and I guess we put that in soup. But mm-hmm. bay leaves is great for lungs, respiratory issues. Hmm. And it's just that it's the same thing with cayenne. We we like spicy stuff, but cayenne is good to purify the blood and helps with circulation, helps with inflammation. It's, these seasonings are up in your uh, cabinet, but they're medicines as well. Hmm. And just learning how to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that's great information. I I I have known that uh, because I I do have some family members who. Uh, believe in herbs and, you know, that's kind of how they still live their life. The, you know, they don't run to the doctor for every single thing. They're trying to figure out what did I consume that kind of pushed my body in this way? And, and what can I take in that will help me to help my body work this out of my system? So, yeah, I, I, I can imagine that being in your garden and taking all of this in and hearing uh, you speak and in your classes that you can really learn how to live a healthier life and put a system in place that will help you. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this, your, um, your, the, I guess the name of your company is Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Jack's natural and organic body foods. And your website is what's 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 your website? Can you give us your website? It's Mrs. Jack's. Uh, okay. Look, Mrs. Jack's body food. I had to think. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Jack's body food. So, where did Mrs. Jack's come from? I have to give that to my husband. He actually sat down one day and and came up with the name and what it turned out to be was well, the abbreviation. Of uh, uh, I mean the, the the initials of each of our family members, my grandchildren and my children. So that's how we came with the name before it. So to you know, be a family business. You know, mo- most of them not interested in it right now, but they're like, oh, we're interested in the money. But <laughs> right, I, I want to leave in uh, some type of legacy, and 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 you know, and uh, I'm excited that I see that. Some of the things that I do now, the kids, the older kids are, are interested. They are make up their own stuff. So I'm excited to see that, you know. Yes, so I. that's that's it. And I, it's such a wonderful name. And we decided just, hey, that, to honor my children, that would be great. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you you really are passing this on. I love that. Um, 
So I want to talk about your storytelling because you you also, yes, are a master storyteller. And I saw um, I saw really your personality truly, truly, truly shine in this video under oh. Make Something Beautiful. What's the story behind that project? Uh, that uh, project was is about a, uh, a group in Fort Worth called uh, the Near South Side. And um, they recently acquired certification as a cultural district. And uh, I'm, I was happy to be a part of the brainstorming committee for that. And um, for them, they decided to uh, create uh, a snippets of videos uh, to emphasize uh, that cultural district, the, the diversity of, of, of the district, and some of the influences of, of the people of Tarrant County. And I was just honored and floored that I was one of those people that they chose. And I, I'm not going to lie, when I first saw the video, I cried because I believed everything that I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm the one that's saying it. So I'm like, I'm hoping everybody understood that how important mother nature is, how important the garden is. Mm-hmm. And so that, uh, and so with that, they have their project, uh, make something, uh, 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 smile. And so they broke down the videos into all the participants and everybody have their own little video. So it, and it's great. It's just to see all the different diversity. So I was re- really lucky and honored to be a part of that. Yeah, I love that. Well, I can tell that part of your brand includes um, inspiring others. You want people to feel good about themselves and to uh, just be mindful of what they eat and what they put on their body. So what, you know, what do you want people to experience as they are using your care products and as well as when they're listening to your stories? Um, for me, because during that time that I was going through that medical issue, I was depressed a lot, severely. And I want people to know that, uh, and how I got over it was through my belief, spiritual background, believing to have faith and understand that, uh, uh, you can't have this part of religion and not honor the honor where man began. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want them to feel, to understand, hey, nature plays an important role in your existence. And therefore, it is there to help heal you. And now you need to just get back to understanding how you came about, where you came from, and that it you are a gatekeeper. You are a lifeline and nature is a lifeline for you. So that's where your support. So that's what I want people to, to get. And I want them to understand that there's beauty, regardless what season it is, that it's beauty to be whole and, and be found and remember that beauty and that childlike experience that you had. The world is so awesome when you're a kid and you see things and we need to stop and be still and know where that comes from. And so those are the things that 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 I like for people to, to get when I'm either telling a story or 
when I'm uh, giving them a product. I want them to feel that power and that magic that I feel when I'm uh, creating things. I feel my grandmother's spirit talking to me. I feel God saying, you're doing a good job. You know, I feel that this is what I'm supposed to do and, and, and pass it on. And the weird part about it, I had a hard time learning how to really charge people because that was one of the things my husband would say, you know, he was like, baby, you got to, you, you was giving away so much because I'd rather give it to you. Therefore, I felt if I gave it to you and it worked, you'd be like, oh, this really works, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but you know, that sometimes can be a different beast. So I was like, okay, but I, I'm proud of, of that, of, of what I do. And it took a long time for me to, even get to that point but this is what we all should be doing this right. is part of every living creatures in, in mankind this mm-hmm. is their inheritance period yeah I, I like that and you know when you are if you're going through pain especially especially chronic pain mm-hmm. it is hard to um be in nature and see the beauty and and it's hard to feel good, you know, day in and and day out because of this. The only thing that you can concentrate on is the pain and, you know, trying, trying to get through the day. So yeah, I, I like that. And so Stephania, it's almost new year's and everybody wants to know what's going to be the thing to read, you know, in, in 2021 and you have eight books, right? Yeah. So you have eight books. And so I want you to talk to us about a couple of them. First of all, uh, Drops of Shade. What do people find in Drops of Shade? Drops of Shade is is, uh, a reflection of race. It's just about my experience that I had that I dealt with as an African-American. My thoughts, my views, my own experience with, you know, being in a skin color, you know, and living and believing in God and understanding that God doesn't like sin. It's don't, it doesn't have anything to do with your skin. And so I created that uh, to help me deal with the uh, emotional trauma that I was going through by witnessing things and things that I've seen in my past. And some things were, you know, just unbelievable that you just, you know, just ignorant. So I was like, well, this is what, and then the coming together of people that you, that you like, you know, uh, uh, I have one poem in that book called, uh, sweet potato versus pumpkin pie, Hmm. you know? So, uh, you know, it has that connotations to it. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed the book and I'm actually have a part two that's hopefully going to be out, uh, in the new year. So that, that book is, is the real, part of the meat for me as far as who I am as an African-American. Yeah, I like that. And now our world is really paying attention to um, a lot of people's different views and under and trying to step in a lot of people's shoes and understand the world from different viewpoints. So Drops of Shade um, is a good one to to uh, to read and, and to take in. And so talk to us about uh, about hair centric. Hair Centric was is a is a hair care self-help guide 
based about herbs. I was, uh, 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 one of the medications I was on just tore out my hair. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. So I knew what to do because my grandmother used to make hair grease. And I thought, well, you know what? There's a lot of women that may not love their natural hair. So what can I do? And I thought this would be a good uh, story time to tell my personal journey with my children's hair types and my hair as well and live live without any constraints of trying to look like somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's what that book about. But it's, it's full of information about what different herbs and moisturizers and, and stuff, how you can make your own, uh, you know, it's just a nice little cool book for, for, and it has some poetry in it as well. Okay. Nice. I love that your grandmother, so she made her own, her own grease for, for her hair. Mm-hmm. They work with her hair type. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it really is in your, in your blood. Now that is in your blood, you know? Yes, so, yeah. I like that. So, so what about loving you? What can people expect from loving oh. So Loving You was my first book, and it was based off of Facebook for a New Year's resolution. I saw so many people, oh, well, well, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I'm going to do this. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going (laughs) to lose weight. I'm going to eat that pie. I I mean, there's no point in me lying. Right. So, So I was like, what can I do? For a New Year's resolution. And I said, well, for the whole month of January, I'm going to tell a stranger that I love them. Mm. And so I put it up on Facebook every day. I would do a post and I would have a little story that went with it. And uh, I was getting so much positive feedback that I was, you know, and I was that should have been a a, a book. So a, a daily devotional. And that's what it was. It's loving you uh, a 31 day journey of just telling strangers. And and it, it was just a neat little book to have. So I was very fortunate with that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. More of us need to look look at that because we you're right. We <laughs> we saying that we're going to do things and we know we're not going to do them and we're going to think about them for two weeks. And then that's going to drop off our uh our list of things to do. Yes. Um, but caring for people and it's reaching hard. out to people and they yeah. Don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. We actually, my husband and I, we actually had a gentleman walk up to us um, last weekend and say that he was committed to uh, praying for people. And oh, so yeah. he said, can, you know, can I, can I pray with you all? And I thought that's, that's a great thing that you can do, especially for Christmas. And, you know, just let people know you're thinking about them, that you're praying for them and that kind of thing. That's something that we can do. We, we may not lose the 10 pounds, but, yeah, we can reach out to people. Oh, oh that uh, While I was writing the book, one of the things I did, I made business cards. And it just said, I love you. It didn't have no phone number on it or nothing. And I just would see people and just passed around and the look on their face when they got the card. Cause you know, first they're looking for what's the what's the gist of it. They're mm-hmm. looking for a business name, or I'm trying to sell a product, a phone number, and it just say I love you on it. So I I was getting hugs and tears, and it, it was that's a wonderful experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did that for a while. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, Stefania, we have about one more minute. Is there anything that you, uh, anything you want to leave us with? Um, I would like to leave the thought about as far as uh, uh, depression. Okay. That there's always hope that there's someone that you can always reach out to. It doesn't have to be someone that you know. Uh, you can survive this. And, and simple things like calcium will help you. Calcium is just great. So those are the things, especially winter is hard on a lot of people because mm-hmm. of the holidays. Mm-hmm. So just know that you're not alone and, 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 and reach out. Those are the main thing that I, I would like to leave with, with somebody, you know, just to say, hey, reach out to anybody. If you mm-hmm. need to find who I am, reach out to me. I'll listen to you. I'll make you laugh. I'll tell you, try to give you some, some nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So everyone, check out Mrs. Jack's Natural and Organic Body Foods, LLC. Uh, Stephania, I I mean, I've enjoyed our talk today. I've enjoyed getting to know you. I'm so glad that you joined us on the radio show. Um, and, and also, I want people to check you out on social media because you have some very inspirational things to say. So I truly appreciate you. Everyone, my name is Carla Nivens. We will see you back here next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.